This is Tim Staten with Tim Stating the Obvious. What is this podcast about? It's simple. You are entitled to great leadership everywhere you go, whether it's to church, whether it's to work, whether it's at your house, you are entitled to great leadership. And so in this podcast, we take leadership principles and theories and turn them into everyday relatable and usable advice. Hey, and welcome back to another episode of Tim Stating the Obvious. In the last episode, we talked about quiet quitting. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about the flip side to this, and that is quiet firing. With all the quiet quitting going on and people sandbagging on the job to ensure they avoid work burnout, managers and leaders and companies are fighting it with this. Now, I just want to say that if you haven't listened to my last episode on quiet quitting, please go listen to that because this is the actual way you can fight against this trend. This way, in my opinion, is the less optimal way of dealing with this, and that is when you quiet fire somebody. Again, this topic is not new. Organizations have been doing this for years, mainly pinpointing and focusing this tactic on those who are more senior in organizations and have longevity to avoid paying severance packages if there's a merger in a company or retirement benefits. Again, not the best ethical way to lead people. However, businesses do this and have been doing this. So what is it? Well, simply put, it's businesses who take the responsibilities and resources away from another and divert them to other employees in efforts to drive employees to quit. Here's what this looks like. In the fast food or quick serve industry, it looks like your hours being cut down to the bare minimum to keep you at work at your current status, either full-time or part-time, often changing your schedule to make it harder for you to come to work. This often means that people will be late or they call out. If the employee does this too many times, well, then we're going to have to let you go because of a downward trend in performance and you're unreliable. This would be a negative let go. Or the employee just gets so frustrated with the business that they just quit. In a corporate setting, this looks like you get resources taken away from you or diverted from you. You become isolated and overtasked. You naturally have a downward trend in performance because you lack the necessary tools and resources to complete your job. Or you find yourself not getting any more tasks and assignments and they are, uh, you know, basically boring you to death at work, so you quit. Or maybe they create another position in your organization that looks eerily similar to yours and they hire on a new person to take on those tasks. The new hire is getting more and more of your responsibilities and tasks while yours diminish. Until one day the organization lets you know that your position is no longer needed. They aren't firing you, but they offer a position that makes less money with less benefits. And they let you know that if you don't find a new job within the organization, you will be let go. This usually means that you get some sort of severance package, but all the other benefits will be out the window. Bonnie Dilber, a recruiting manager at Zapier, wrote that quiet firing works great for companies. Eventually, you'll either feel so incompetent, isolated, and unappreciated that you'll go find a new job, and they'll never have to deal with a development plan or offer a severance. Or your performance will slip enough due to the lack of support, and they'll be able to let you go. Instead of worrying about quiet quitting, I'd encourage companies to look at their management practices and identify places where people are being quiet fired. 
by poor managers who don't want to do the work to support, train, and coach their teams. So it's a pretty obvious uh, statement that she made there. You might think, how is this legal or ethical? Well, business have, businesses have lawyers and people dedicated to find ways to save money as they quiet fire people. I offer up, how is it ethical to quiet quit? If it's good for the employee to do it, then it should be fair for the business to do this back to the employee. These circular disagreements and pettiness go back and forth, and it's not good for anybody. It's not good for the organization. It's not good for the employee. So let's think about it this way. To fire an employee could cost the organization for an entry-level employee 30 to 50% of their annual salary. For mid-level employees, it could cost an upward of 150% of their annual salary. And for high-level and specialized employees, it could cost as much as 400% of their annual salary, which is a lot of money to give to somebody who's not going to be working for you anymore. Do you really think that this is good for the business to fire somebody? Maybe. Depends. But mainly, I don't think so. Once you fire someone, you have to fill it, and that could cost thousands of dollars and time that you may not have. Then once that that new person is on board, you have to make up for the knowledge gap, and honestly, I'm not sure you could put a price on that. I'm sure there's some HR rep somewhere out there that has. It's going to cost the organization a huge amount in the human domain. And the organization may or may not ever get back up to the level it was. Now, you could hire, you know, a rock star and they could, you know, surely elevate it. But it's going to take a lot of time and effort for that to happen. So unless there's a superb knowledge management program, you know, even that may be falling lacking because that's dependent upon employees reading it and following it. So good luck with that. LinkedIn News conducted a poll last month to answer this question about quiet firing and if it was something that people experienced. 48% of the people that responded to this poll stated that they witnessed it at work. I think this number would probably be higher if people were more aware of it, especially if they're focusing on this, this tactic on those that are, that are quiet quitting. They may never find out until it's too late because they're too busy just doing the bare minimum and not paying attention to what's going on around them. Others may not be aware that this is happening. So if you find yourself getting less leadership development, less coaching at work, and your one-on-ones with your supervisors or bosses, those are dwindling down, this could be a sign. It's not a definite sign, but it's a good sign that you may need to reevaluate where you think you stand in the workplace. Overall, quiet firing brings down morale in your organization and erodes trust between those who are working hard and the leadership. Once that sets in, it's a hard hole to dig yourself out of. So what can we do about this? The first thing we can do is ensure we have a good leader development program in place. What this means is that we train managers to be leaders and teach them how to teach, coach, and mentor people. Without a strong development program, there will be those lazy managers out there that will never invest the time into the people and go back to the easy thing of quiet, quietly firing people. The next thing we can do is empower honest discussions in the workplace. Hard conversations have to happen. I've said this before and I'll say it again. You don't have to be a disagreeable person to have a disagreement. If someone is 
guilty of quietly firing somebody, they will eventually stick out like a sore thumb and we can retrain or have an honest discussion with that person if that person really needs to be in a position to lead people in that organization. Another thing we can do is document. Document, document, document. How many times have you scheduled a meeting with your supervisor and they blew you off? How many times have you called and they just not answer? How many times and occasions did you email them asking for clarity, guidance, or direction? They just didn't give you any. So this won't prevent this from happening to you, but it could help your case on the way out. And I'll be honest with you, I've had this happen uh, to me uh, one time. Not that I got quietly fired, but I did find myself in a situation where I had several meetings uh, with supervisors scheduled. And for some reason in this one instance, when I was at this one organization, every meeting that I had that that person scheduled got canceled. And I didn't know about it until I showed up for it and that person wasn't there. It was incredibly frustrating and I couldn't figure it out. I was thinking, well, you know, what did I do wrong? What was happening? Um, you know, what could I do better? And it caused me to really think that I needed to reevaluate my position in that company. So lastly, we need to empower and set up a whistleblower system. Now, don't take this out of context. Please don't take this out of context. What I'm saying is, is we need to offer up, you know, a way for senior leaders and organizations to, to be aware of things that are going on negatively down in the trenches on the operational level in business, mainly because senior leaders don't know that's going on because they are focused on the up and out and vision of the organization. They're focused on the big pictures. So if we don't set up a way for those that feel like they're being mistreated, mismanaged, and misused because of lazy leaders, then no one will know about it. And this will cost your company in the long run by having to find new employees and losing good ones. So guys, instead of engaging in quiet quitting and quiet firing retorts, let's focus on rising to, the, to a higher standard. Let's focus on treating people with dignity and respect. Train, teach, and coach everyone within your span of control and responsibility to the best of your ability. Leaders aspire others to greatness, so get out of your comfort zones and invest in your people. One day, I hope to get to a place where I can evaluate leaders based on how well they invest and develop their people so they have the best teams. I'm just saying, one day that's going to happen. Before we wrap up this episode, I would like to ask a favor of you. If you got some value out of this episode, if you could share it with one or two people who you think would like it and get some value out of it. Also, if you haven't followed or liked on whatever platform you're listening to, please do that before you move on to the next thing that you're going to do. And don't forget to hit that alert icon so you get notifications when we release new episodes. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. I'm Tim Staten, stating the obvious.